Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 8716, 8 or 88, right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is the first breakfast show of 2019, whatever time period you're listening to it on, because this is the delayed broadcast, but it is Positively Different Radio in the morning, and you are with Lyle and... Mon, good morning, Leo. Great to be back, Mon. Yeah, so exciting. We just wrapped up our first live show for the year, and we're now doing the intro for the delayed broadcast. Had so many people messaging me over the Christmas break, when are you back on? When are you back on? Look, I just want to say it was, not, it was not my idea, okay? I would have happily worked all through Christmas, over New Year's, I would have been here on the 1st of January if they'd let me... <laughs> Uh, well, if I could have made this a one-woman show, I would have done. I just don't have the skill set for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would do just fine, Mon. I'm sure we could have found somebody to co-host for you. But anyway, next year, Lobby Faith FM to have <laughs> breakfast show over the Christmas break. You've been here Christmas. You would have been here Christmas Day uh, with bells and whistles on. I have no qualms working Christmas. There you go. Absolutely. I'm Mon a Christmas is, working fan. Mon is, a, Mon is committed to Faith FM. You know it. You know it. Yeah, she's committed to you guys. She loves you yeah, guys. Yeah, We it. all do. We yeah. love you guys a lot. We're, we're so glad that we're back with you guys. We have missed you so badly. And turns out they've missed us by the text messages we're picking. Yeah, it's been very encouraging. Thank you for sending in such encouraging text <laughs> Some messages. Some of them getting through. a bit angry. Where are you guys? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Gotta> love it. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyway, we are back and this is the delayed broadcast and so we need to do our obligatory reminder of how to listen to the live show and encourage Mm -hmm. you all to switch across to the live show where all the action is. Come on, people. It's 2019. Yes. Why are you still listening to the radio the old school way? Uh Uh-huh. Go to faithfm.com.au, press play. It's very easy. Perfect signal anywhere, anytime. Uh, across the world, and then you simply run it through your headset, through your earphones, through your Bluetooth in your car, through your auxiliary cord, uh, through your tape player insert, play it in your tractor, play it in your excavator, play it in your bulldozer, play it in your scraper, play it in your... Uh, go, on, <laughs> go on, Lyle. Go on here, keep going. Play on, on your scooter, play it in your airplane, play it in your submarine. No, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. I don't work on all of those. But yeah, you, sure can, you, can, oh. you can play this thing probably anywhere. We had an email that oh, came yeah? through from a guy who was listening to Faith FM broadcast out of Newcastle, mind you. Yeah. On the airwaves, not digitally. Okay. In the South Island of New Zealand over the New break. New Zealand. Yes. Okay, that's crazy. Yes. So How low power network and he was listening to uh, one of four transmitters. We couldn't figure out which one of four it was, but it was either Sugarloaf Cooks Hill um, or one or two others. In this area, he was listening to... Right there in New Zealand. But he could have had a perfect signal if he'd switch over to digital. So you can also download the TuneIn app and listen to us through their perfect signal any corner of the globe. Great to be back, guys. Have a fantastic day. When Israel was in Egypt's land So hard they could not stand Let my people go Go down Moses Way down in Egypt's land Tell them Pharaoh Let my people go No more 
with Go Down Moses here on Faith FM. Well, that was a really cool song. Yes, I was, I've not heard that one, that version of that I've heard cool. a different version as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know version. the Joe Strummer version, which is a bit more rocky and I don't think in any way theologically correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, that definitely sounded more like a uh, Negro spiritual. I, those are my favourite hymns. And I know this because I got a little hymnal as a birthday present, I think, for like my seventh birthday or something, a little 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 hymn book, a little mm-hmm. tiny pocket-sized mm-hmm. one. And I went through and with text and marked out my favourite ones, not realising I had a pattern. And then when I got older, I was looking through and I realised that all the ones I'd micro, all the ones that were labelled Nego Spirituals. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got that spiritual soul I do. You're just, you're just the wrong colour, Mon. <laughs> you, need to, you need to spend more time in the sun. <laughs> no, I've been sunburnt so many times recently. I went to Taz for Christmas. Oh, that'll, that'll burn you. That'll oh, take your skin off. Yes. That Taz sun is so sneaky, it I is, tell you what. It is, it is brutal. Okay, so Mon, uh, tell us about the first quiz of the year. Yeah, see who can have bragging rights to uh, get the first quiz of the year and a prize. Yeah, do we should we give away two prizes just because it's the first prize? Of the, nah, do you know what? Nah, because people have been <laughs> probably practicing <laughs> over the break, and everyone's probably just raring to go with this quiz. Okay, I have kept this quiz sort of on topic for our current lesson, so our our two million movement Bible study that mm-hmm, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, encounter with God. Uh, this particular person features heavily uh, in this uh, in in our study. So it is, of course, a "Who Am I?" quiz. And the first clue is: I slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah, king of Judah, and then put out Zedekiah's eyes. That's pretty grisly, isn't it? That's pretty grisly. So he killed a king's son and then popped his eyes out, gouged his eyes out. Who did that? If you know the answer, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, it's 1-800-324-843, or you can text the number 0491-064-669, that's 0491-064-669, Lyle knows the answer, he just wrote it down for me and he has it correct. Yeah, but this, guy, this guy was a bit of a psycho. Yeah, he was, he was definitely despotic. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you get it right, of course, we're going to send you the prize, and uh, you can have bragging rights for having the First quiz correct for 2019. There you go. So, Mon, what have you got? You said you had some... Uh, yeah, look, it's good news and it's bad news. What do you want first? I'm, uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to leave this one up to you, Mon. I'm going to give it to you in a this, sandwich. This is, your, this is your story to tell. I'm going to give you a good news sandwich. How about that? I'm going to have right. a good news to start, some bad news in the middle, and some good news to finish. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So the good news is, some of the good news is, oh, by the way, Lyle, I made you a cup of tea this morning. I know. I'm just here tasting it. And, yes. Um, can't stop trying to taste it while I'm on air, which is not nice. a great idea. <laughs> what is it again? It's bergamot, peppermint, and lemon, right? What, 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 what on earth is bergamot? Uh, bergamot is a type of Italian citrus. Really? Yeah. It's, Never heard of it. It's used a lot in perfumery. It's I've, really, I've heard really of orange, lovely. I've heard of peppermint, and I've heard of lemons. Yeah, it's kind of an orangey kind of thing. I love lemons. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Spicy orange. Anyway, the, the tea's not the point. Did you notice what kind of cups I served you and me the tea in? Yeah, the mugs. But did you look at the mugs? Mm, they're brown and yellow mugs. Oh, and yours has got red on it. Come on now. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> is yours a tiger? Mine's like a t- Stripes, yes, tiger, and yours is a giraffe. They're sort of like wild animal print because we're going to Africa. <laughs> uh, Mon. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> what? I hate to disappoint you. I know tigers aren't in Africa. Let's say they're the stripes in the back of a hyena. Let's just go with that, all right? All right. Hyena. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah they might. Well, I, I've never seen a tiger with red stripes anyway. It's got red on it. Well, whatever. Maybe those are blood from the prey that's killed, but this has just got really morbid. <laughs> <laughs> so Lyle and I are sipping our morning tea from African-themed mugs. No, and, uh, from wild animal-themed <laughs> mugs. <laughs> Lyle's, Lyle's being too specific. Just go with it, Lyle. Just go with it. Anyway, we are indeed flying off. Well, I am. I leave uh, this month, actually, and uh, Lyle will be joining me later. Um, so we've been what raising... day this month do you leave? On the 30th. So I actually fly out on the 30th. Okay, so you only just leave this month. Month. Yeah, that's so we correct. do have you for the rest of this. Yes, month. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I will be um, sending back uh, interview segments that I do every day. For the, yeah, for the first section there. So for those of you who have, have been living under a the- rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Lyle and I have been uh, raising funds for a trip that we are doing to Africa. We're going on a mission trip, so I'll be in Kenya for uh, the whole month of February with Kenya Health. Um, so go to kenyahealth.org and you can check that all out. And uh, we'll be doing a pop-up medical missionary clinic there. So in the Nakuru district. Um, just providing free medical aid for the impoverished and um, and the people there in Kenya, and uh, and that's sort of like a roving little medical uh, site. So we go from different locations every few days and, and service different people, and uh, and then of course Lyle and I will be both preaching campaigns in Ethiopia come March. So <laughs> yeah, that's going to be. Fun. I'm a bit nervous. I've never preached before really <laughs> I had initially just signed up yes, to but, go and start but Mon's not going to struggle because what you need to know about Mon is that she is a um, she is a star speaker at um, what do you call it Toastmasters, Toastmasters. Yes. she has an expert um, and competition winner multi-level competition winner at Toastmasters I wouldn't say expert but I have won competitions yeah, yeah. but I've never preached and preaching you know this preaching is a different style of public speaking so I've done all different kinds of styles and I think I've only ever preached about like a five minute sermon tops when I was at Bible college um, and I am very nervous because I initially signed up to go to Ethiopia to, to be support to do like kids club and health talks and um, and that's sort of escalated now into actually preaching <laughs> so I'm nervous please <laughs> going to be fantastic <laughs> we're going to record it and play it on faith ever yeah, yeah so we'll be um we'll be broadcasting from uh ethiopia and i'll be sending back uh, footage from kenya live so we'll be able to um join us over there on our african trip the good news is we were trying to raise six thousand dollars um not for ourselves uh but for medical supplies for the for kenya health and um 
We are already at $4,306. So, oh, yeah, praise God. Yeah. And so we, in a very short space of time, we've managed to get almost all of the money together, um, which is, you know, we're so grateful to the communities here in a, in, a, in the Newcastle area and to our online listeners who have been donating. So nice. Um, so, yeah, so we have a little bit more to go. The bad news, Lyle, I haven't told this to anyone yet, not even to uh, my family. My big brother, if he's listening to me, very disappointed in me um, because my brother is a bit of an IT guru. Uh, so, <laughs> I got scammed um, Oops. out of basically all my African money. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, so I, uh, I, I didn't. I was, I was a little bit in two minds about whether not to talk about this on air, but I feel like I need to because people need to protect themselves. Basically, this is your airfare money, not, uh, not the. This not is the, no, not, this is this is money. yeah. This is nothing to do with the money that's been raised for. This is totally separate to that. So, but it's on the same trip. So, it's the, mm. it was my personal money. So Lyle and I were paying our own way. We weren't um, raising funds for that. But yeah, but I did get scammed out of all my money. Um, with I was so when I'm not on air, I work as a support worker, and uh, and one of my clients, um, I I don't know whether or not she knew what she was doing or whether or not she was um, taking advantage, but um, she asked me to basically like do her Christmas shopping for her, and uh, and then I was supposed to get reimbursed through the government system where they get you know their their support work their support money through, and um, it turns out that's not how it works. Um, but I can't really go over to her house and demand all the food and presents back and then take them back to the shop. So that was uh, basically all the money that I had saved up for that gone because it was like, yeah, <laughs> several thousands of dollars worth of shopping. Um, but yeah, and uh, this is like, oh, I don't want to cry because I I feel so stupid. I feel really stupid. Like I've heard of so many people, especially women online who like, you know, they meet these fake Nigerian princes and all these kind of guys. And you're just like, how could someone fall for that? It sounds so dopey. And yet people do fall for it. And, um, and yeah, and so I did want to touch on that. But well, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly change the subject before I start crying. Okay. <laughs> the the good news on the other side of this sandwich is that I am going to be throwing a ladies um ladies day in to sort of combat what happened and uh, and try and raise funds for for my personal expenses. So basically, I need to pay for like having injections and pay for um, vaccinations and my flights and stuff. So if you are a lady and you are in the Newcastle area, or hunter. I, or Hunter, no, yes, Hunter. yeah, or even in Sydney because you can drive up. It's on a, it's Central on a Coast. Sunday, and um, it's on the last Sunday of January. And because uh, I was talking to my mum, and my mum, <laughs> this is gonna get a bit gross. My mum has really dry heels, really cracked dry heels, which a lot of people have, and uh, and she spends a lot of money going to podiatrists and getting them to fix it up and that kind of thing. Um, but she just recently purchased this machine, um, which basically is like a podiatrist machine, and she purchased it online overseas and had it sent to her. And it's basically like I want it's for a man. I want to describe it to a man. It's almost like a tiny, tiny, tiny sanding machine. Think of it like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah to give you an image. And I've, got, be- I've got um, I've got a belt sander, an orbital sander, a disc <laughs> yeah, sander. Yeah. I, could, I could lend you these for yeah. your for your ladies' party. <laughs> no need because my mum has um, lent hers, and uh, and she did my feet while I was over there visiting uh, Taz for Christmas. And she basically like um, they have it's a new detachment every time, so it's hygienic. And you basically like sand the back of your heel, and your feet are just 
baby soft afterwards. It is just so amazing. So I have this machine and I had the idea, do you know what? Let's have a ladies day in and we'll do pampering. So we have like facials and mud masks, um, pedicures, manicures, and, uh, and, and this machine will be present and I'll be like, um, sanding off people's heels, um, and making your feet nice and baby soft. Um, we're also looking for a hairdresser to come and donate her time just for the Sunday afternoon. And I give ladies like a trim, a trim, a haircut, little, um, quick fix up, nothing too, you know, technical there. Um, so we're going to have that, uh, happening on the 27th of January. So if you'd like to come, you can give us a call here, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. And, uh, and you can come along and be part of that. It's, of course, going to be a fundraiser. It's free to come, but it will, there will be a donation box for people to, um, to donate to that. So that's going to be, uh, happening. I'm really, I'm really excited about Lyle because, uh, not only, is that happening? But you've agreed to make fancy drinks for us. Uh, <laughs> yes. Lyle is an expert no, no, in making ones. iced tea. Yes. And he's been experimenting with all different kinds of recipes and methods. And I went mm. to your house just the other day and you served me a cup of this iced tea. And it mm. was so delicious. And there was no added sugar. And I couldn't figure out how it was so sweet. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah. Anyway, tomorrow, stay tuned because tomorrow we are going to have an expert come on air and tell us a little bit how to, how to stay safe and not get scammed. Especially around about now, you know, this Christmas, New Year's period, people are often very subsidized. So stay tuned for that. Uh, We'll be right back after this song. This is BJ Thomas with He's the Hand on My Shoulder. He's the hand on my shoulder When I need to know someone cares A hand on my shoulder Assuring me that he's always there He's the voice in the silence That sounds so sweet and so clear He's the voice in the silence
Welcome back, guys. That was BJ Thomas. He's the hand on my shoulder here on Faith FM. And the second clue for our quiz this morning is, I was the king who took the Jews in Jerusalem and Judah into captivity. Uh, so, Say it again, Lyle. I am the king mm-hmm. who took the Jews in Jerusalem and Judah into captivity. Oh. Who could that possibly be? I think I know who it is. <laughs> no, it's because I'm a little Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, you, 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 you know who it is. But, 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 okay, here's what you think about with this quiz. Be very, very careful answering the quiz. This is not the king who took the Israelites into captivity. This is the king who took the Jews into captivity. That's your specific... Ah, uh, okay. Very okay. specific... Um, Clue there. Can I just have a minute to just um, just say something more about the whole scamming issue? Because you guys sure. started <clears throat> questioning me about it off air and I started crying. I just want to say, like, I don't want to um, point the finger so heavily at the woman who... <clears throat> Who took my money because I, I don't know 100% yet whether or not she knew what she was doing. Don't know whether was, it was malicious or not. Yeah, exactly. And the other issue is like, I, I of course am fighting it and trying to fight through a system to try and get my money back. The issue for me is that it's, it could up, take up to like six months. And by that time, it's too late for me because I fly out on the 30th of January and I need to have all my, my flights booked and my inoculations in my arm. So, so that's my issue at the moment. So yeah, I don't, I didn't want to, um, didn't want people to think, oh, this woman's the devil and, and I'm never going to see that money yet. I might see it again, but it, it'll be too late, which is why I'm fundraising now. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just wanted to temper what I said. Yeah, it's still uh, it's still pretty uh, traumatic when... Um, yeah, it's been a pretty <laughs> stressful Christmas for me. I just <laughs> have to admit, because, yeah, it happened all over Christmas and I was like, oh, no. Anyway. Okay, this morning I want to talk about the uh, uh, Rohingya crisis in uh, Burma, um, Myanmar. And the reason I'm talking about this is because it is a distinctly religious issue. Yeah, it is. It's not an issue between Christians um, or Muslims, Buddhists, etc. This is an issue between Buddhists and Muslims. So the um, Rohingyas are uh, a a Muslim group of people who live in Myanmar. They've been there since um, around about the 8th century. They can trace their heritage back there. At one stage, they were actually their own independent kingdom. They are on the border be- between Myanmar and Bangladesh. So we hear a lot about it. We hear about this crisis. We hear about it being a humanitarian crisis. And yet I th- tend to think that a lot of us are sort of like, well, what is it that is actually going on here? And why is there a crisis there? Why are these people being driven out into Bangladesh? So the population, around about a million people. So this is this is not a small group. This is a very, very large group of people there in Myanmar. But um, in Myanmar, there are eight indigenous groups. And according to Myanmar, the Rohingyas are not a part of that. And so they have been denied statehood, citizenship, etc. In fact, Myanmar claims that they are all Bengali illegal immigrants. I just want to clarify, Rohingya, is, is that a race or a religion? Okay, so it's a little bit of both. Okay, so it's a bit like a so it's a tribe. tribe. It's okay. a tribe. Okay. It's a tribal name, mm-hmm. um, and so therefore, you know, a, a race, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, but they are also, you know, predominantly Muslim. There are some, you know, Hindus amongst them, but they are, you know, basically a um, Muslim by religion. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so in Myanmar, they have been denied. Uh, citizenship or nationality, they've been denied freedom of movement, education, government jobs, 
and the military has been cracking down on them on semi-regular occasions back in 1978, 91, 92, and then, of course, since 2012 until now. And so they are considered by the United Nations to be one of the, the most persecuted people groups on the planet. What is the motivation to persecute them? How are they different to anyone else? Okay, so basically what this comes down to is that you've got you know a million thereabouts uh, Muslim people living here in Myanmar, which is uh, pre- predominantly a Buddhist country. Oh. And people think Buddhism is so peaceful. And it's yeah, <laughs> this such, is such a, a bloody... Such a romanticised yeah. myth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, a totally romanticised myth. Um, and so basically what's happened is that, you know, because of their persecution every now and then, you're going to have people from that particular community. You know, particularly you get young guys that'll get full of uh, testosterone and hotheads. They're going to fight back. Mm-hmm. And on occasions they're fought back, and you know, um, and, and this is of course back in 2012. You have uh, where, when this current crisis started, um, and, and of course this current crisis. We'll talk a little bit more about it as we go through. But when it started, it was basically um, some of these you know Rohingya guys. They're young. They're hot headed. Um, they they attacked you know a, a, a police station basically. Um, they were using slingshots. They were using knives. They were using improvised weapons. Um, they 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 killed a number of uh, policemen. Uh, of course, these are Buddhist, you know, because you can't be a um, you know a, a government employee if you are Rohingya Muslim. And so that enabled the military to step in and have a massive crackdown. Now, this is not long after, of course. You've got An Yang Suu Kyi, who has taken power. She has, um, you know, established you know democratic power and pushed the military government out. And so the military is looking for a reason for, uh, I guess, relevancy. And so they go, they go in there, and of course, there as a result of um, of these nine deaths of policemen, there are mass executions, disappearances, arbitrary arrests, detentions, torture. Um, general ill treatment, forced labour, all of these kind of things taking place, and lots of people dying. 140,000 people, I should say, uh, sent to detention camps. But then, what the military did was they went into the area where this was and the areas surrounding this particular uh, place. They stirred up the local population and they armed the Buddhists and said, "Your religion is under attack. Your religion is under threat. If you don't wipe out the Rohingya Muslims, then Buddhism is going to disappear." And so, basically, they created armed mobs to go in and to do the dirty work of driving them out. So you can't come back and and point at the military. You can't come back and point at the government because, like, oh no, we didn't do this. This is just you know there is there is civil unrest up there, and we are trying to do whatever we can to quell the civil unrest. Um, the problem is that in today's world, it's very hard to do those kind of things without it being very very clearly seen through and reported on. Um, <clears throat> And so basically uh, you had the military running riot, then you had uh, the mobs uh, running riot, you had gang rapes, you had arson. So when you get the mob involved, it goes to another level Yeah. Uh, than what even the military usually do does because the military, you know, theoretically has a certain le- level of discipline that armed mobs do not. And so by, you know, creating armed mobs and sending armed mobs in there, you know, it created a much, um, you know, a much severer... I guess, 
It's really disgraceful. Um, yeah. So the, in August, the government needs to work harder. At, yeah. So at basically, the government the government solution was um, in 2017 they sent the army in to clear the area out. Basically, clear out the uh, Rohingya Muslims. Just, just just drive them from the country. Oh, that's their solution. That was, that was their solution because you know they're the ones that are causing the trouble because they're Muslims. That's disgraceful. Now I'm not I'm not here to defend Islam. I'm not here to defend Buddhism. But I am here to point out that this romanticized view that the West has of Buddhism being somehow a peaceful religion is a complete and utter and total myth. Because here they are causing the biggest UN crisis. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, and you know we need to stop romanticizing Buddhism and confront the reality that this is one of the worst human rights crises in the world right now. Yeah, I actually know a refugee from this crisis. Um, she came. She was taken to Perth with her family, and uh, they've since become Adventists, which is how I've met her, Adventist Christians. And some of the stories she told has just been just been horrific. But it, it boggles the mind. It really does. And people think that Buddhism is like the answer to all the different religions fighting because it's the peaceful one. It's absolutely not the peaceful one. Yeah, no, human nature is exactly the same regardless of what religion that you belong to and the true way to find peace is to be connected to the Prince of Peace, that's Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and the reason that you find Christians getting involved in violence is when they lose their connection with the Prince of Peace. Mm -hmm. It's It's as simple as that. And, uh, And human nature takes over and human nature is innately evil. Is there something that we can do to help this Syringa crisis? Yeah, that would be a uh, that would be a major struggle right now. But um, yeah, and, and it 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 it's just one of those you know even when the Rohingyas called for a ceasefire when you know their their uh, you know their improvised military called for a ceasefire um, so that the humanitarian work could go into the area they're like yeah we're going to back off we're going to stop fighting for our um, safety here the uh, Myanmar government refused it. Oh, it's disgraceful. Said no, we don't we don't negotiate, you know, and it was just uh and so yeah, you've got some um, and of course this is blowing up again. This is Bethany Dillon.
was Bethany Dillon with Satisfy here on Faith FM. And Mon, you and I, we are just a little bit out of practice at keeping to our time this morning. I you took you some what. extra time and I needed some extra time. Yeah. yeah. So much more to talk about. <laughs> I got in this morning and I was like, what do I do again? <laughs> How does this work? Did I forget something? <laughs> anyway. Give us another clue for the quiz. Yes. Our clue for today's uh, quiz, the Who Am I quiz, up to our third clue. I ate cattle. Sorry, I didn't eat cattle. Wait, let me tell it again. <laughs> Lots of people have done that. <laughs> Nothing strange there. It's like most people are going to do that today here in I Australia. I ate grass like cattle. My hair grew like feathers of an eagle and my nails like the claws of a bird. Our special mm. guest has arrived. I think he knows the you know answer. Who that is? Don't say if you know it, just nod. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. He's yeah, nodding. I guess no. Okay, that? this is a bit of a famous uh, in- individual here because, um, yeah, he uh, self-identified as a cow. <laughs> For quite a period of time. It's funny how we're definitely headed in that direction, aren't we, in our society at the moment? Because we're self-identifying. Well, the difference, the difference between our like- society and that society is that that ancient, uh, primitive society recognised that he as had being a mental illness. Mental illness. <laughs> yeah. Whereas today, it's like, oh no, we need to accept them and give them rights and grass. <laughs> Oh, oh, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't, too, okay, too much in trouble. Yeah, no, <laughs> no we need it. to. Uh, all right, I take that back. If you I, think, I but if you do think you're a cow, you a, might need to go a see a doctor. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 um, yeah, we need to find some help for uh, people who suffer from mental illness. But we also need to accept the reality that this is a mental illness. And if you know the answer to the quiz, give us a call one eight hundred Faith FM one eight hundred three two four eight four three. Okay, Braden. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Braden Enderman, you've probably, if you have been a listener of Faith FM for some time, then you'd be familiar with Braden Enderman. Braden, uh, you used to be on the show somewhat, what was it, uh, year before last? That's correct, yeah, you and I. Yeah, we did this show together for about six weeks? Yep. Yep. And uh, you've been on once or twice since then, I think, filling in roles? Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. There you go. First time on the breakfast. Show. Anyway, we regularly have your auntie here on the on on the show with uh, Sandra Enderman with her music, and I think you're probably uh, playing some guitar or something in the background, or even singing on some of those. That's tracks. correct. Yes, I yeah. didn't realize that was your aunt. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, Makes Sandra. Sense. He's part Enderman. of the Sandra Get Enderman it. group. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just—I didn't. I'm learning new things about you, Brayden. How about that? Yeah, it does make this sense. This is an unnamed group, isn't it? It's just like surname. Sandra Enderman. Sandra Enderman. Yeah, that's, that's right. it. It's the only name <laughs> yeah. it has. You guys need to come up with a with a name, a brand. I think. Anyway, Brayden, uh, what are you here to talk to us about this morning? So I'm here to talk about an exciting thing that's happening in Newcastle um, in the next month, and it's a program called Arise Express. Okay, so Arise is something that you hear a fair chunk about. So last year we've heard. Uh, from some students, some graduate graduates from Arise. In fact, um, Lawson, who regularly contributes to the show. Lawson Walters, one of the um, fill-in hosts here on this he'll show. He'll be filling in this week as yes. well. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. be. I've got a couple of days this week. Uh, he uh, He's a graduate of Arise. So we've heard from quite a number of graduates of Arise. We've heard their testimonies, we've heard their stories. Um, they've done the, what, three-and-a-half-month program. Some of them do the Arise for Life program. So we have Arise, we have Arise for Life, and then we have Arise Express, which creates an opportunity for you guys who are listening today. So tell us about Arise Express and the opportunity that it offers, Braden. How long has this been around for and why does it exist? So Arise Express began in 2017. Um, we had 150 students which came to our first year. Um, last year, um, 
we had the program as well, and so we're running to our third year. So this is mm-hmm. ex- exciting. But the full 15-week Arise program is held up at Kingscliff. And, um, you know, this is on the border of New South Wales and Queensland. That's correct. And, and a lot of people are just not in a position to take 15 weeks. You know, it's, um, it's, it's a it's, chunk of time. It's very rare that a, an employer would be okay with um, 15 weeks away from work. And so what we decided to do was provide the training and education, um, the Bible training and the Bible education for people who have a more of a fixed and inflexible schedule. And so we've, we've come up with a two week program. Ooh. Okay, so this would this must be like, intense. It is an intensive. Okay. It's, it's an intense um, short course, basically. It's an intense short course, compacting probably the equivalent of three work three weeks worth of material and training into two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be held in Toronto, starting on February tenth. Kind of like boot camp. That's exactly right. Get in, get in for for, uh, for 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 two weeks and just go hard. It's actually we actually have the name boot camp as part of it so for those who want to do the entire program it starts at nine in the morning and finishes after dinner after a class in the evening but there's actually for people who can only do the evenings we have this thing called bible boot camp that in the evenings they come and they're trained um number one to understand the okay so, so, so just be really clear on this there are two parts to this one program that's correct you can do from nine till nine Okay, that's the nine intensive to yep. nine to eight. Yep, so eleven hours, and obviously with breaks and in the Food middle and, and all, good all that like kind of. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or if you are a working person who's working nine to five job, you can just do the evening program, which goes from when to when. Basically, it starts at five thirty for dinner. So mm-hmm. our our oh food. That's right. That's right. So the people, that sounds good. The people who want to come and join us in the evening. Um, they come and have a meal with the rest of the students, and then they settle down to an hour and a half of classes that evening. And so we basically go through the, the basic teachings of Scripture by experienced and gifted presenters who their job is to just reveal the character of God in every single teaching of Scripture and then also instruct and help us as the people who come to share that faith with others. And so, you know, a lot of people, like they, they, they undoubtedly love God. But when it comes to sharing their faith with others, they feel like a cow on a bike. They feel very, very insecure. They feel like it's a bit of a challenge. And so the aim of this program, <laughs> the aim of this program, is to be able I'm not to. Sure equip. I'm actually familiar with that term, cow on a bike. I like it though. I've never heard it either. <laughs> Let's start but it's funny because because it. I went to uh, I went to Bible college and before I started, that's exactly how I felt about sharing my faith, like a cow on a bike. You really described it well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're sidetracked. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the aim of the evening program. And then during the day, there's also a whole bunch of other practical and also kind of big picture classes that we're going to be going okay, through. Okay, so you're not just going to melt everybody's brains just by sitting them in a chair and just pouring information all day long. There's going to be some practical aspects. Practical classes. Like, this is one of the classes that I'll be um, taking myself, and that is how to give a Bible study and how to prepare a Bible study. Mm-hmm. It seems so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like um, the, the illustration that I use is giving... Um, like injecting someone with a some kind of a medication with a syringe, it just looks so simple, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, you know, just really, well, how how hard can it be? You just push it in and then and and just you know inject the serum or whatever it is. But I reckon if I was to have a crack at that, I'd realize it's a lot more difficult than it looks. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Trying you can to kill people doing it wrong. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, because you get a bubble in the wrong place and that person's cooked. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to Bible studies and preparing Bible studies, people think, oh, how hard can it be? It's just so simple. But when when we get that opportunity to share, we realize that there's actually a science to it. There's actually thought and, and, and intention that needs to go behind sharing the Bible. We need to understand it. We need to have kind of like a, 
um, a plan and, and some kind of way we're going to appeal. What, what's the reason why we're sharing this particular Bible study? And so one of the activities that I'm going to get the students to do is um, I'm going to put a bunch of verses up on the board and they're going to put them in order and prepare a Bible study and then tell me what it is. Okay. And the reason why they put those verses together. Ah, that's cool. That's cool. That's and so that's, cool. Uh, that's they're going to tell you what the Bible study is, why they go in that, yeah, and, and, and how it actually builds an argument for, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm. So who can go to this program? Like, like anyone, anyone with server. That's right. The, the only the only qualification would be that someone uh, wants to learn about God and wants to have a closer relationship with God and wants to be able to share the faith with others. Okay, so if that describes you, um, you want to know about God, you want to share with others about God, then this is something that you need to consider. All right. So you only have to take two weeks off work if you want to do the full program, or if you live locally, then you can come to the evening program. Um, I would recommend make your plans now, take a couple of weeks off work, fly in from wherever in the country you are listening to the show this morning, and be a part of Arise Express. And someone might be thinking, you know, how much does a course like this cost? Two-week intensive? Yeah, okay. All right. Um, it's actually quite quite amazing, the price that we've been able to get this to. It's um, for the two weeks, tuition and food. Um, how, much, how, much, how many meals is that? So that's um, what would that breakfast, be? lunch, and dinner, or just it's, lunch, it's lunch and, dinner? and dinner. Lunch and dinner. Lunch and dinner uh-huh. for two weeks. Um, two hundred dollars for the for the program. Oh, you have got to be joking! What? Yeah. <laughs> for crazy. two weeks? You can't even eat out for two hundred dollars for two weeks. No, that's, that's insane. Like I know because I've been looking at booking accommodation recently, and that's extremely cheap for two whole weeks. That's right. Okay, so, you need to find your own accommodation, right? Yep, you have to find your own accommodation, but food and tuition. For two weeks. So if you're not $200. living in Newcastle, now's your time to um, hit up old mate who lives in Newcastle as your friend and say, yep, um, I'm, I'm coming, coming to visit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see much of me, but I'm coming to visit. And for those who come to the evening program, it's $100 for two weeks. So food and tuition for two weeks in the evenings, it's $100. That's mm-hmm. very affordable. Very affordable. And it's... um. It's just so nice to be able to make that accessible and available. So not just... And, and the quality of the meals? I mean, what are we getting for $100 a week? Oh, I mean, this like rice? Look, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely not just rice, but um, brilliant, brilliant meals. People have been raving about the meals every single year. Um, um, so, yeah, it's going to be great. That's fantastic. And, of course, you'll be able to hang out. And this is one of the things that, um, you know, I've, I have to confess, I've um, taught at Arise for Life the last couple of years. Not Arise for Life, but Arise Express, get the right one here. And uh, one of the best parts is just sort of grabbing a plate of food and sitting around and hanging out with other like-minded Christian people who have just been feasting on God's Word all day. That's right. So wait, wait. So if you go to this Arise program, you'll actually have Lyle as a teacher at some point. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Ah, I think our listeners would love that. Some intensive study from Lyle. I think we need to get Mon up there to do some teaching as well. She needs some practice for Ethiopia. I already got roped into this Ethiopia thing. I'm not teaching my classes. When does it kick off? Veteran Bible worker Mon. Whatever, Trevor. There you go. Yeah, when does it start? Give us some dates. So February 10 to February 23. So there's a graduation program. Four weeks away. It's four weeks away. That's plenty of time. Plenty of time. Absolutely. I won't even be here. I'm just so happy to say that. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> preparing in, in preparing Kenya. sermons for Ethiopia is what mm-hmm. Mon will be doing. And so as I'm looking at the schedule we've put together, Lyle, we've got you down for two um, evening uh, presentations, two training slots in the evening. So, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, and what am I teaching? 
Um, (laughs) I have been told, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) One of the topics that you're looking at is the law of God, the concept of the law of God. Love that subject, law and grace. Are you allowed to tell us a couple of bit more, like a bit more about the curriculum? Oh, totally. Give us a run through. This sounds great. First week, we have an amazing presenter named David Asherick who's coming down from Kingscliff, uh, Mm -hmm. where he pastors a a big church up there. Um, He's a soul winner. He's um, someone who understands and shares the gospel perhaps clearer than than anyone that I've ever heard. He's just such incredible a incredible communicator. Incredible mm. communicator. And his passion for God is evident. He's going to start the week with um, um, the morning classes on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with a three-hour class each morning. The first one is bigger picture. It's so easy to um, get lost in the woodwork in the Bible where we're just stuck somewhere. We don't even know where we are or what's going on in that part of the Bible. David helps the students just take a few steps back and to see the Bible as a continuous narrative from beginning to end, where we get to see God's work of faithfulness to save this planet right from the very beginning right to the very end. And so the bigger picture is looking a bird's eye perspective of the Bible and just seeing how good God is as you zoom out. There's, there's, you can see the goodness of God when you zoom in and you see the goodness of God when you zoom out of the Bible. The next morning is um, faith and reason. Um, a, a lot of people, you know, um, have been challenged in their faith with some very serious questions about uh, that come from atheists or other groups. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was talking to a young guy yesterday and we bring up a very valid question about, you know, is the age-old question of, you know, if God exists and God is love, why does evil exist? Mm. That's right. Why don't you do something about it? If he's all-powerful, why doesn't he do something about it? You know, it's, We've it's, actually got a whole class. David's actually going to do another class that's totally dedicated to answering that question. If God is so good... Why is there so much? Is it an evening class? It's an evening class, yeah. Marking that down for future reference. (laughs) Now, the third morning, he's going to do a whole class on church history. Um, You know, historians say that it's as we forget the past that we repeat it. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important that we understand Christian history, and not just Christian history, but history in general, and to see how God has been working through this messy, messy human situation to bring about a good end. And so that class is going to be fantastic. yeah, so that's some of the classes in the first week. I'll be um, I'll be sharing some classes as well. One about so you faith. run this, you run the whole show, right? I do. Yeah, I'm the administrator for Arise Express, mm-hmm. and so living by faith. I've got a class on living by faith. Um, you know, the Bible says we are saved by grace through faith. It's so important that we understand what faith is because it's one of the most mis- misunderstood words in the English language. Mm-hmm. Um, often people think it's blind faith, trusting something that doesn't yeah, believing, exist. Be- believing in something you don't, you have no evidence for. That's right. And so I wanted to clear that up and give people an experience with God that they've never, ever had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this here is, I probably touched on maybe um, 10% of the classes that we're looking at. Oh, man, it's going to be so um, exciting. Can't wait for it. Okay, so if you are listening in this morning and you would like to come to Arise Express. www ariseexpress.com Simple as that and we'll put that up on our social medias for you Right now we're going to move on with Bob Smith and Nikki Chiswell This is Across the Streets From the heart of the Father Comes the desire That all of the nations be saved From the lips of Messiah, we have the promise, behold I am with you always. Across the streets we will go, we will go, we will go, to the people who have called this place their home. Across the oceans we will fly, leaving worldly gains. 
Jesus has risen and reigns And no fearful and trembling We go remembering the gospel is mighty to save Across the streets and we will go Lift up your eyes The harvest fields are shining, shining The time has come, let us arise For heaven's judge is soon returning The time has come, lift up your eyes The harvest fields are shining, shining The time has come let us arise, for heaven's judge is soon returning. We will go, we will go, we will go, we will go. People who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly Leaving worldly gain behind To hear the Savior's praise awake across the globe You're listening to Faith FM Positively different radio It's easier said than done. But there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Do you enjoy fantastic food, fun, friends and fellowship? Sure do. Then join us at the Philos Food Hub. For $5, you can receive a large food pack with free fruit and veggies thrown in and a complimentary breakfast as well. Wow. Where? At the Adventist Church on Newcastle Road, Walls End, number 63. Is that the big iconic A-frame church near the roundabout? Sure is, and it starts 10 a.m. every Thursday. Great. I'll see you there. Whatever may pass and whatever lies be 
worship His heart.